You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, welcome to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. Thank you so much for visiting and for you across the pond, hello. And for those of you staying up late at night, howdy do. And for those of you who are just playing crying your hearts out, I'm sorry. We send you a big hug and we hope that this show will help take the pain out of your heart. And I'm so honored to be able to help you. Today we have Diana and Max that are going to help you too to, as they say in the South, get hold of yourself. And if you'd like, we have lots of other resources. Go to my YouTube channel, BrentAtwater.com. We have videos over there, and we have a video index. It's called the TV Show Index on my website, www.BrentAtwater.com. And today we're going to talk about connection with the other side, and you're going, what? What do you mean connection? My pet is dead. Well, there's your first problem. He's not dead. The fursuit is gone. The pet suit is gone, but your pet's living energy is alive and well. It just transitioned from the first suit it used for a limited time to living energy. Now you're going, I don't know if I buy into all this stuff. Well, that's perfectly okay. If you'd like to read more about it, I have a book called After Death Signs from Pets in Heaven and Animals in the Afterlife. And you'll see, it will teach you ways to connect and communicate with your pet. And that's what this show is about. It's going to be about connection with the living energy. We're going to talk about that. So let's take a break from our sponsor. Thank you for sponsoring us. And we'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Now, if you missed, just in case, go through our archives. We have a whole lot of archives in this Alive Again show. Check out the archives and look at the names, and I think you'll find a lot of shows that will help your heart heal. And a lot of people have said they have listened to these podcasts for the first 24, 48, 72 hours after a pet's transition. Keyword, transition. Pet death does not exist. Pet suit death and transition does. The fursuit fin feathered or whatever does die or deteriorate but the pet's living energy is forever okay it becomes living energy so the way we can tell people who have been elevated in their awareness is they say transition instead of pet death because that is the true thing a pet transitions their living spirit soul energy transitions from the vacated pet suit 
or animal suit into living energy and all there is. And on that, everybody's going, okay, but how do I connect with them? Well, that's why we're going to talk to Diana and Max today. She was put in this situation when her little men pen passed and left his fursuit, and she's going, what? So take it from there, Diana. Okay, thanks, Brent. So Max is the great love of my life. You can even ask my husband. He knows. <laughs> when Max passed, I could not function. I could not feel anything. I mean, okay, I was there. There's a video on how to help function. Go check it out. We're sitting with a bear, and you'll it'll help teach you how. Go ahead. Thank you. I mean, I was eating cereal in, in bed. I mean, it was terrible. So for about three weeks, I would say I would just, I mean, it was all day crying. And so the only thing I felt were sort of my tears, my pain, my emptiness, my loss. One morning I woke up and I just felt a little different inside. It was strange. I said to my husband, I, I don't know what, what just switched, but I actually physically feel a little different inside. Like some, something has released. I have no idea. So about a few days later, we were watching television, just kind of lying in bed, hanging out. And I felt him walk on me. And I don't mean felt in my heart. <laughs> yeah. And I, and interestingly enough, my husband, who is a veterinarian, actually, he has this very sort of scientific belief system. He also Felt it, and so it has turned his belief system upside down as well. Um, <laughs> and I, I could not believe it. And I thought there, there's no, this is not happening. You know, historically, I've always been, I'm sort of part skeptic, part believer. You know, I, I know that there's more. I don't know what it is. And in order for me to believe, I have to really see something. It's, I'm not going to feel it in my head or in my heart. I have to physically feel it, and know it for me to really get on board. And I did. I mean, I literally felt his little paw, his paw just sort of touching, walking across. Crazy me. Just, woman, crazy woman, crazy. Yes, right, right. I, I thought I was going nuts. I thought I was going nuts. And I thought, you know, this is just me wishful thinking. You know, this is me hoping. And then it continued. And then it continued. And I thought, let me go with this. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to lose here. And I mean, I've already lost my son. So um, first, son. first son. And I thought, let me just see. Let me just go with it. And so I just sort of did ran tests with myself, you know, when I would feel it. And he, he actually comes pretty frequently now at night. I don't I don't ever feel him during the day, but it does seem like he just sleeps with me at night. And I I do a test. So I'm sitting there. I make sure that, you know, no one's around the, my husband's not anywhere near. I'll be ex especially still. You know, I just do tests to make sure that I am not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that has been, I mean, it's been an unbelievable experience. It's one that has scared me a lot. Uh, one that I'm not generally comfortable speaking about and haven't spoken too much about. But it's one that I have a lot of questions about. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so my first question is that he does tend to sleep with me, I believe. And so my first question is, are there other ways that I might be able to feel him with me? Because so far it's just in bed where he would spend a lot of his time and it's just sort of at night, you know, between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Are there other 
Other okay. things I should be looking for? Okay. Well, let's let's take them one at a time here. Yeah. First of all, you say it's normally between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Let me tell you why it's between that time. Because the Earth's electromagnetics normally shut down between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. Even if you think about New York cities or all the cities around the world, think about how many computers are turned off and all the electromagnetics of Earth workings, i.e. stuff, is shut off between 11 and 6. Pretty much a whole lot, right? Okay? And therefore, a lot of electromagnetic energy and actions take place during the time of 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. in the morning for those who are newbies, okay? And it's because during that time, A, if you're on the East Coast or West Coast, whatever normally, you're not expecting anything from 11 to 5 because that's when you normally sleep. So you're in a more relaxed state. Secondly, because it is 11 to 5, most of the electromagnetics are off on the West Coast and on the East Coast, pardon my error there, are off, and therefore you are more in a time frame that is not bombarded with outside activity. By not being out bombarded with outside activity, you, like it or not, being in a more, okay, I'm supposed to be going to sleep at this time of night or whatever, you are in a more semi-relaxed state than you are going about the busyness of your day. And by being that way, you're going to feel and be more sensitive to any electromagnetics that enter your energy field, okay? Now, for those of you who are interested in my book, After Death Science, you will see one of the things I chose to do that separates and differentiates my book from all the other afterlife books that talk about signs is everything. I have devoted a chapter on how to connect with your pet. This is totally and completely separate than how to communicate with your pet. We'll address that in another time. This is how to connect, all right? And connect is touch, feel, see, sense, recognize another electromagnetic energy. Now, to back that up, we have YouTube videos that show you how to do it, okay? So if you can't get it into YouTube videos, read it in the book or read it in the book and follow along with YouTube videos. So what you're doing is you're being receptive to, your heart is being receptive to the electromagnetics of Max. That's why you can feel it because he can shift that sensation. Touching, feeling, smelling, all of that is basically electromagnetics. Example. People who have lost limbs in war or an accident still feel their legs. They say that's phantom feeling. But what it is is the electromagnetic of where the leg or the arm was. You're feeling the electromagnetics of a live spirit that is interfacing and entering into your energy field. And there's a video that shows you how to feel an energy field and how to interface into an energy field. And the book tells you step by step by step of how to do that. When you say you're afraid, there is a prayer called the protection prayer. I think it's video 53, but it's also in the book that took me seven years to formulate because there are energies and entities on the other side that can mess with you. Use that prayer word for word for word. Don't be changing it up. 
The reason I give you the specifics on how-tos and the prayers word for word is because it works. Now, if you want to go throw in your others, don't be saying to me, well, it didn't work. Well, that's because you sort of change it up. All right. So always, if you're afraid, say your protection prayer on a daily basis. If you brush your teeth every day because you want nice teeth, then it is worth your while to say your protection prayer every day to feel your pet on the other side. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's that's. That's amazing what you're talking about, the, this, the electromagnetic field. So what's I sometimes now, because I'm sort of still and I'm open to it, which I never was before. Okay, stop actually, right there. Yeah. That's another thing, folks. You don't have to be open to it. You just have to consider it. If you consider it, just consider that you can connect with your pet. Just consider it. If you just consider it, then you have opened the door for your pet to show you. If you say, I do not believe it. Your pet will sit on the other side and go, well, then I'm going to honor her choice. I'm not going to give her anything. And then you fuss about, I didn't hear anything from my pet. I don't believe it. Okay, change your mind. It might be possible. If you just say it might be possible, then you allow your pet to honor the might be possible and send you signs. If you tell your pet, well, I don't believe in this stuff. They can't mess with me. Then your pet goes, if that's the way she wants to think, I'll honor it. Key yeah. word. They're honoring your free will choice of not believing. So you're and cutting I, those off to spite your face. Yeah. And I thought about that. You know, when I was thinking I was losing it, and I thought, well, how does he win, right? If I don't feel him, then I'm going to be sad, and I'm going to complain that I haven't felt him at all. And then when I do feel him, if I'm discounting it, how does he win? How do I win, right? So, so I started to – I can sometimes feel – the energy that you were talking about before I feel his touch. Right. It's gotten to the point where I, I will be laying there very, very still and not, I'm not a sleeper. <laughs> so I'm awake a lot and I can feel him. I, I know when he's coming, I, right. I can, I can actually feel it. And it's in the same sort of, it's in the same place around the same time, but it's, uh, it's, 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 I'm not scared of, of him. Of course, I was just scared of, of, the experience it's good that this is completely you should be scared of there are dark energies out there and there are dark energies so you should be afraid to mess with those that is a fact for every bright light there is a dark light that balances it so Mm -hmm. i always say to everybody use your protection prayer period okay Uh, but see what you're doing is now you're sensitized The more you practice, the more sensitive you'll be. That's why when Mike first started visiting me, he would lay down beside me at night to sleep, just like Max is doing with you. And I slowly and more in time became accustomed to that energy. Now, because I do it every day, all day long, talking to pets and seeing them on the other side, it's just normal to me because I turn it on when I want it and I turn it off when I don't. And the more you practice, the more you'll be able to call it up when you want it and call it off when you don't. So when you say, you know, allow the pet to do this, work with your pet. Now, sometimes you're going to be disappointed because your pet's going to go, hey, I'm tired today. I want to do something else. And then don't limit them to just doing one thing. Just say, I welcome your visits in any way. And again, the book teaches you prayers to ask them to come in any way that you can easily identify. So you don't lock your pet into coming and connecting with you in just one venue or in just one manner. What you want to do is say, come on down, 
like Bob Barker does, and say, come on down to earth, mess with me any way you want, and give me enough sense to recognize it. Hmm. Okay. That, 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 that makes sense. Be creative as they want to be. On that note, you'd mentioned, you know, whether or not he might want to come at that time when I call him. Is he somewhere else during the day and then just comes to sleep with me at night, potentially? Is that... Why would he be somewhere else? Well, it's boring. I mean, what is he going to sit and watch me all day and with no interaction? What, right? do you think so, he did? What, what do you think he did when he was uh, living with you? Yeah, but I was constantly in his face, snuggling, kissing, holding, talking. You're in his face now. You just don't know how to be in his living face. <laughs> okay. You're so, on a, you, hey, watch this. You, not him, you are on a no, new journey living, learning how to live with his spirit energy. Now, as this goes on, like Mike had been around seven or eight or nine years, they don't have to be around you all the time because you don't have the need to be around you all the time. Okay? okay. So okay. the more I needed Mike to be around me when I was sensitive to him, the more he stayed around me because I needed it. Well, as time went on, I didn't need him to be around me as desperately as I did the first go round. So he, you know, would go do other things. And one day I asked him, I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I've gone sailing or I've gone running. And I went, okay. But those were the things he did when we were living together. So I do think at times they do go off. And what they're doing, I don't know. Uh, the only way I do know is when I ask them, what are you doing? But normally, after a pet has died, they're so upset that you're upset, and that's key. They're so upset that you're upset that they're hanging out with you to try and connect with you to let them know that you shouldn't grieve that much because they're okay. So they just have to move your learning curve up to match theirs. Okay, well, that, that brings to the forefront my, my biggest fear of, of this experience is that he will stop visiting and the thought of losing him again is absolutely terrifying to me okay, stop right there number one the only way you're going to lose him again is when you die and you're sitting beside him do you consider that losing no okay his assignment is you because you have a soul contract and you're and oh by the way folks go check out the archive soul contract is the show before this one because you have a soul contract with him he's just sitting there waiting for you to lose your earth suit and there you come to him so there's no way you're going to lose him. The only way you could lose him momentarily would be for you to shut him out and say, I don't believe in you. I do not believe I can communicate with the other side. I do not believe I can connect to the other side. Now, if you did that, then you would have incidences continuously and ongoingly occur that would force you into possibly rethinking your free will choice. Things would happen. You'd go, huh, wonder if that's Max. And then after enough of them would happen, you'd go, well, maybe I should think about it. It's not your pet that puts the brake on. It's your mind. Let me say that again, folks, for your listening. It's not the pet that puts the brake on connecting with you or communicating with you. It's your human mind that limits the experiences and your grief that pushes away the connections. Because grief, when you cry, ah, ah, is a pushing away energy. If you look at the vibes, it, it, it's like a skipping a rock on water. It pushes the energy out. And when you're pushing the energy out, your pet's having to work to get in that energy to get to you. So the greatest fear you have is you using your own mind to not find him. For instance, even if you lose your mind, this is a good one my guides are giving me here. Even if you lose your minds, you can go into a nursing home where people have, quote, lost their minds, right? And they're sitting in the wheelchair and they're talking to Aunt Vern 
who died 30 years ago, and Uncle Tom, who uh, passed away last year, and uh, Mama Lucy, who's been gone 100 years, and they're just chatting away with them. And everybody in Earth is going, ooh, those folks are either drugged up or crazy as they can be. No, 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 no. In their dementia or their state, they're already connecting to the other side. And did you know, even in a hospice brochure, they will tell you that when people start talking about connecting and talking to the other side or seeing Aunt Vern or Uncle Tom, that there's normally between a, is it a six-month window that they're going to cross over because they start interfacing with the other side before their body leaves. And that's in some of the hospice literature that's out there. I didn't know that, but, you know, I have, uh, my grandmother is 110. Oh, wow. And so I, I've thought that, but I've never heard that. You just confirmed something that I, I've been thinking about. So thank yeah, you, you go ask her. And, and see, the key is, I would love to sit with those kind of people and say, well, tell me, what does Aunt Vern say and Uncle Tom say? Really? What did they do today? Tell me about it. I have a friend who is a caregiver for Alzheimer's patients, and she's been doing this for years. And as they start getting ready to pass, they start talking to the other side. Now, she sees Arles, and she's interested in this, and so she sits down and has conversations with them. Well, well, what did Uncle Vern say today, and what did Aunt Martha say today? And, and the people just tell her with such joy, whereas some of the other nurses go, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, Judy understands that they're really telling what their energy, because they're losing their earthly mind, is connecting to with the other side. And they're losing their earthly mental limitations, so they're constantly talking to the other side because with their dementia or their disease or their disorder, they don't know that's not a line they're, they're to cross or not cross. Right. They're just in that awareness. That makes sense. How do I... Okay, so... I'm extremely, you might not know it by this conversation, but I'm extremely rooted in reality. I don't want to believe that which is not true. So, for example, how I know what I'm feeling without a shadow of a doubt, but I also want to think critically about this. I don't want to be one of those people who every time I find a penny, it was sent by Max. Every time I feel the wind blow, it's it's Max giving me kisses. I don't want to be that person. And so it's is there a way that I can sort of make sure that I am remaining rooted in reality and, and really just um, really just making sure that I'm not projecting? And that <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? I, no, mean, when I, I know what you're saying. Okay, well, let's talk about the person who gets the breath and the feathers and all that. Usually the person who gets that is the person who that's what they're open to. Okay. Because... Their every level of awareness comes with a set of signs and a set of connections from the other side. So for those of you who are out there listening, we both have Facebook pages. Go on and talk to us. Come on over to my Facebook page, uh, Animal Reincarnation, Animal Life After Death. We have a huge, huge buffet about conversations of animal life after death and pet loss. And guess what? I'm going to let the sponsor do a little wedgie right here, and then we'll be right back. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops within a four-week total. Instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. 
Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed them right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Are you having trouble getting the word out about your new pet product or invention? Let Whitegate PR open the gate to your marketing and public relations efforts. We've been specializing in public relations in the pet industry for over a decade. From press releases to media relations and publicity to pet trade shows and launch events to social media, the pet-friendly team at Whitegate PR has you covered. If you listen to the wise words of Bill Gates, he says, If I had $1 left, I'd spend it on PR. Learn more at whitegatepr.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for sponsoring us. We appreciate it. And now we're back. Now, so here we're going back to these signs. So the signs from the other side is limited by what the person feels. Too much grief stops signs. So the person who gets pennies and feathers and feels, that's sort of a person who hadn't really considered this, okay? okay. Because it is, it is someone who will not be scared if you see a penny. Or someone, it won't be scared if they see a feather. And as the person opens their minds and, let's say, learns the techniques, because here's the deal. In, like I said, the reason I wrote the techniques and the how-tos in my video in the book after death signs is so that you can take the base of what you know, Diana, and mm-hmm. expand it to all the abilities that you have the opportunity to ignite in this lifetime. All right. Now, when Mike died, I was able to see spirits and talk to them and feel them and touch them all that face to face. He ignited that within me. All right. Now, when Max died, he ignited you being sensitive to pressure and you see what I'm saying? Yes. To feeling him walk on you because that was the level that you were open to. Okay. okay. So when people are listening going, well, he never came to see me in bed. Hey, their mind may have been open to the feather level or a rainbow in the sky or a sign or a name on a dog bed in a catalog they saw or a heart shaped rock or a vision in a cloud. Every pet starts with a level that their human parent and human person can grasp. That way they get a foot in the door. That makes sense. Once they get a foot in the door, then that person has a choice. Do I pursue learning more signs by learning these techniques? Some people say, I don't want to touch my pet. That would frighten me. I don't want to see my pet. That would scare me. I don't want to smell my pet. I don't think I could handle it. Okay? For those who don't want to do that, don't use those how-to techniques on page whatever it is. Okay? But for those who do want to do that, say your protection prayer and use each of the how-to techniques and watch the videos to get to that level. Now, the next question is, I want to do all of it. Well, Everybody in every lifetime is not given every ability and every gift. 
those who are old souls may have a larger group of gifts than those who are younger souls. Those who are more open-minded may have a greater group of gifts than those who are closed-minded. So the pets start off sending signs that are the most comprehensible and realistic and safe for the parent that's seeing them. You follow me? I do. And so, you know, I've, I've of course, chosen to sort of explore this further, but I want to also make sure that I can differentiate between what's coming from Max and what's just there, what's just the wind, what's just, you know, a, 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 a hair touching my skin. Okay, that's I, where, I, all right, that's yeah. why in the book, when I started off, it says the how-to techniques, how to feel your pet. Okay. You can use this with a human. Somebody says, can we do this with humans too? Yes, a lot of people have used those techniques to do human spirits. So you can use the how to feel my pet with your husband. So you can learn to differentiate your husband's energy from Max's energy and your hmm. mother's energy and your grandmother's energy and your sister's energy. So if you start off with the how to feel your pet's energy or a person's energy. It's the same thing. You just use the same techniques and you use either pet or person's name, which calls that energy to you. And if it's a living person, you can do the same thing with your husband. And I, it shows you how to touch their energy. Well, then once you come become familiar with their energy, that's when you learn to differentiate between the energies around you. I can tell okay. if Mike's standing behind me, to my left, to my right, in front of me, or he's sitting up above watching me. Okay. So each of it is when you do that, the video will show you how to hold your hand, how to move your hand, how to do all that. You will see that the reason you won't be a skeptic anymore is because you have experienced your own truth. And nobody is screwing with you on that. Nobody's falsifying it. Nobody's blowing smoke up your skirt. Nobody's telling you anything. It's only between you and Max. And the reality is your heart's knowing and Max electromagnetic truth. And okay. once you feel that, nobody can mess with you, change you, dissuade you, or anything. And especially all the people who blow all this information that is like warm and fuzzy and generic and doesn't get the job done and makes people go all over the space. Everything in electromagnetics, because we're on Earth, is set by the law of physics on Earth. Okay? Yeah. And everything has to go by the law of physics because Max's body was, his energy was in a body. The body, after 14 and a half years of Earth and disease and disorder, could not regenerate anymore. Therefore, the body had to go. So he discarded the body. His living energy now is on the other side. So now your journey is to identify Max's electromagnetics. Once you identify his particular electromagnetics, his frequency, every being, like a snowflake, has a particular, specific, identifying electromagnetic frequency, period. Any and all information is in that electromagnetic frequency. So once you identify Max's frequency, he can't fake you out anymore. That's his frequency. When I do a reading, I tap into their frequency and their electromagnetics. Therefore, I don't get information from 14 other people. And somebody says, well, you do two or three pets at one time. No. The reason I don't do that is because it's like doing a marbleized cake, putting into chocolate, putting into vanilla, and putting into the yellow, and then mixing it all up. I don't like that. I like to deal with 
all the chocolate. Finish with that. All the vanilla. Deal with that. All that. The reason I like to do it that way is because electromagnetically, you're getting a pure energy connection and you get a hundred percent information, not sorta. Got me? Yeah. And so well, you're dealing yeah. with facts, you will get a hundred percent connection and not sorta. That's what's critical. When you say your prayer first, that cleans your energy field. All right. Then you start learning to feel Max's energy. And if you do it just his energy, you won't ever get any sorter and it'll be stronger and purer and you'll recognize it. And once you get it, it's a done deal. And then, okay, so great. So I'm, we're tapped into each other and, I, and I, I definitely feel that and I know that. But how can I, you might laugh at this, <laughs> how can I be sure that he will visit forever until I die? Because <laughs> that's live what I would that, like. Live that long. Really? That's it? Yeah. What if, what if so I've, I've heard that uh, when people get another dog, for example, they go and rescue another dog and they say, well, they stop coming around, you know, my That's other false. dog. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's incorrect information. That is a person who does not see energy. That is somebody working on telepathic impressions. That is somebody trying to run a get. Let me tell you something. If you have a soul connection with a pet, keyword, mind only, mind only. Okay. Till death do you part. Watch so, the video, Till Death Do You Part. What I don't get is these people who say they're communicating with animals and they don't understand. Animal love is forever and always. Never-ending love in pet spirit connection to you, Till Death Do You Part. So you can bring in an entire circus or four, and it's going to change one damn thing. Pardon me for being incorrect, whatever it is. You're not supposed to say that on the air, but oops. <laughs> it won't change one damn thing on your connection with Max because your individual frequency and his are threaded together for eternity. So, all right. So, so then maybe the reason why people say that is just because they are focused less maybe on, you know, their, the loss and more on the new dog or the new pet. And so maybe that's why they say that their dog stopped visiting. Because that, that, that scares me. Okay, but if they say that, they're wrong. Okay. He could sit up there and go, aren't you having a good time? There are hundreds of pets. I have done readings over 20 years now. I see the deceased pet sitting in the same room watching the owner play with the new pet because that pet spirit led the owner to the new dog or the new cat. All you've got to do is ask your pet spirit, show me my new pet. And they know exactly what you like and don't like. So let me tell you, you'll get a custom version. You couldn't get a better pick than let your dead pet pick your new puppy or kitten or fish or bird or gerbil or ferret. And well, they're happy because here's the deal. If they're not coming back to earth, they love you. They want you happy. Why wouldn't they sit there and be absolutely joyous that mommy has somebody to love? Mommy is happy because there is no, no competition with the thread of electromagnetics that they share with you. All you're doing is adding another thread in the tapestry of your life, and it's two different threads. Okay. One's an orange thread, one's a blue thread, one's a yellow thread. None of them. Go away until you die and don't have any threads in your body anymore because you've shed your earth suit. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm just 
because in life, right, it was me, 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 he and I, he and I, he and I. And so I'm sitting there thinking, he's going, no, 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 I, I, I want you to be happy, but, but not with another dog, <laughs> you know? Well, and so He's okay. not going to come back in his first suit in this incarnation. Okay. And, and so on the topic of reincarnation, how, how do we know or how do I know if he's going to reincarnate or when or in what form or how do I know? How do I know if he's going to become another dog that I end up adopting? I mean, how, how do I know? I'm going to answer that in a short version because that in itself is a whole show. And we've done four or five or six videos on that. So let me give it to you in a short version. If and only if you have another earth contract to fulfill together that is learning, will they return? It will not be to have a healthy life with you. It will not be to love you because they loved you so much before. It will not be because he was sick last time and he's going to be well this time. It will not be because, oh, mommy loved him so much and I can't be without him. It will not be any of that. The only way a pet contracts to come back through reincarnation is if you have a learning journey together. All right. If that's the case, then they will send you signs. They will send you messages. And I wrote a whole book called Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Want to Know. And it will tell you the signs to look for, how to recognize them, how to see them, how to sense them and how to know them and how to know that you reunited. But the key thing here is only 30 to 40% of pets return. And a lot of people go, how do you know that? Well, my guides told me that. Well, how do we know your guides are right? We don't. But let me tell you, been doing this for 20 years, got about a 98% accuracy, not missing much. Most people come out of it with a happy voice going, oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Nope. A lot of pets do a lot more from the other side. If Max hadn't died, you wouldn't have started your foundation, you wouldn't have started your page, and he wouldn't be orchestrating his soul's contract with you from the other side. If he came back and sat in front of you as a little men pen or whatever you want him to be, because remember, folks, an animal comes back in the most appropriate form for that part of your journey. Keyword, most appropriate form in that part of your journey. That's right. A cat can come back as a bird. A bird can come back as a giraffe. A giraffe can come back as a horse. A horse can come back as a bunny. So the most appropriate form for that part of your journey. So if Max had come back, you would be selfishly and purposefully loving him, hugging him and all over his face and telling him it was all wonderful and all of the stuff that you have set in motion because he's on the other side orchestrating his soul's contract with you would never have occurred. Absolutely true. So that is why he and your soul's contract extends beyond the life. I just recently had a dog that was very lovely, and they think that he's coming back. The dog is not coming back because the person's purpose is to learn to trust guidance and direction and love from the other side and not in the physical. Okay. The pet taught them in the first lifetime learn to trust, love, and let be guided by me in the physical. Then the pet left, and the person said, well, of course they're coming back. Well, no, because now it's time for that person to learn to trust, love, and be guided by spirit and trust from the other side. And that's a whole nother level of soul evolution. It's a higher <laughs> level. It's a much higher level. Because okay. when you're a skeptic and everything's based in reality, you think, and you know, you're pretty controlling on earth and all that, you think, I... Ain't no way I'm going to be believing no hanks on the other side, giving me directions, telling me what to do, much less trust them with my life. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and then you go, 
yeah, but that's my dog talking, or that's Mike. Well, the only thing I know to say is because I loved and trusted Mike on earth, I love and trust and believe him on the other side. And that's why when you have a connection with Mike and with Max, like I had and you had, you love and trusted Max completely and utterly and unconditionally on earth. Mm -hmm. And that's why you will, in time as you evolve and expand, totally can trust his guidance, his love on the other side from the spirit form. Because that takes you as a human to another level soul-wise. And that's what earth is about, to grow and evolve. Animals can't come back as people, can they? When they reincarnate? Show. Here's the short of oh. People, animals have one electromagnetic frequency range. People have another electromagnetic frequency range. According to the Taoists, the, um, uh, several other religions, and all of this is in my book, Animal Reincarnation, the animals, they believe it's called transmigration. Those people who believe in transmigration believe a cell starts as a cell and ends up as a human and goes through cell, plant, animal, and human. But according to physics on Earth, the animal kingdom has a certain frequency in which they live, and the humans have a certain frequency in which they live. And an animal cannot sustain life in a human frequency, and a human frequency cannot sustain life in an animal frequency. And there's a whole video on that, there's a whole blog on that, and there's a whole radio show on that. So usually an animal comes in animal form to stay that way, and a person usually comes in person form. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have just a couple more questions. I, I can't see. I haven't seen Max. I've heard yeah. that people can see. But I think that my other dog can. Yes. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a fair assumption? That no, she that's normal. See? Yeah. Animals live on instinct and sensing electromagnetic energy. So even if your pet can't see Max, he can sense his electromagnetic energy where it is. And therefore, he acts as if he sees it because he knows exactly where it is. That's why wild horses have instincts. That's why animals have instincts. For instance, friend can sense a thunderstorm 30 minutes out before it ever, it ever shows up that we can see it. Set your watch. He starts panting and shivering, and 30 minutes we'll have a thunderstorm over top of it. He is sensing the electromagnetics of the storm coming, and animals live on their intuition. And that's why they do and can sense pets from the other side. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So as a gel, I'm a little bit of a jealous pet mom. And I do, this is another fear that I have. I have a fear that because I can't pet him, scratch his ears, do the things that he loved when he was here. Stop. I, Stop. That's what his fursuit loved. Hmm. Okay. Well, but love this. Wait a minute. Let's say you weigh your size two. You weigh 86 pounds. And let's say all of a sudden you gain 450 pounds. And you love to scratch your belly at night while you're eating two cases of hamburgers and 4,000 fries and noshing down on two dozen donuts. You just scratch that belly of yours and it feels so good, doesn't it? <laughs> all right. Now, all of a sudden you get so your stomach doesn't digest anymore and you drop back down to a size two. You don't necessarily like scratching your belly anymore because it ain't there. So all this stuff you're doing is you're lending all of this to a fur suit. That makes sense. So go get a fur coat and go scratch its pockets and scratch under the collar and scratch on the fur coat. Or you see what I'm <laughs> I do see what you're saying. So all this stuff is just tactile things yeah. that you as a human are missing. He's not in that form. If you learn to feel his energy, you can pat him. 
You can feel him in your lap. You can have him walk on your bed. You can feel his form and you can pat him and you can have him put his paw in your hand and you can do all those tricks. Oh, okay. But all of that is when you teach them to do tricks in electromagnetic form. Mike used to ring the phone or kiss me on the cheek or kiss somebody on the cheek and say, Mike, kiss so-and-so on the cheek. And they'd feel this tingling on their cheek and it'd be cold and they go, oh my God. Thank you, Mike. So you can work with them on the other side once you can sense their energy. You can teach the electromagnetic tricks and ask them to do all sorts of things. But you're limiting yourself to scratch his ears. Do you want to go dig up his ashes and scratch his ears? <laughs> Not especially. Okay, well, that's what you're, what you're worried about. Okay. I mean, and, and if I know nothing else, I do know that I feel energy. So that is the one thing that I feel confident in. But, okay, that makes sense. Now, I mean, if you want to go feel his little warm belly, it won't feel warm electromagnetically. It'll feel cool or like fluffy, but it won't feel like his belly. But you can feel his little belly when you can touch energy. And that's what connecting is about. That's why I try trying so desperately to teach people how to connect. And people say, well, Brent, your book doesn't have a lot of reviews. Why not? Hello. People are more involved in learning to connect with their pets, touch, feel, see, sense, smell their pet, than they are about, oh, I think I'll go write a cute little review. No, I'd rather them be writing, connect with their pet and then write a review. But it works that way. So you're limiting yourself still thinking about the little belly and everything. I mean, should somebody go dig up their pet and go, oh, let me take this dead fursuit. Let me, uh, it's been riddled with diabetes and let me itch his little ears and all that. Do you think that he, Max could feel any of that? No, of course not. No, because he's totally separated from the fursuit, which is why he's alive and well in a new form, which is why your journey is to catch up and learn how to feel his energy so you can rub his little tummy in energy form and spirit form and rub his little ears in electromagnetic energy form. Okay. All right. Well, that, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. But is he... Is he, well, this is a little abstract, but is he up there or is he down here with me? Or is there, is there sort of another, is there another world that mimics this one? Is it a mirror image? What, you know what I mean? Where is, is he in between? Where the hell do you think he is? I think I, I have no idea. Okay, so here's the deal. Where do you think he is when he walks on your bed? With me. No, he's walking on your bed. He's walking on my bed. But the only reason you don't know he's around you now is because you haven't tried the techniques to be able to feel him all the time. Okay. So, so whose problem is it? His or yours? It sounds like it's like yeah. mine. So that'll tell you where he is. But doesn't he want to play with his brothers and sisters? I mean, I, I know that oh, you address this. <laughs> okay. And everybody, just in case, if you think I'm really jumping on Diana, she volunteered for this because it's <laughs> the reason. <laughs> we we are doing this to help people, and I want everybody out there to take a deep breath, and I want you to applaud and to honor and to thank Diana for asking all of these heartfelt, deep-down fear and vulnerable questions. She's doing this so that somebody out there that's listening will have this same question in their heart, or same question in their mind, so that we can help you. It's not about me jumping her case. And we're doing this in a fun way, hopefully, so you understand I'm not being ruthless about <laughs> pouncing on her. She has willingly offered her vulnerability to help you learn. Yeah. And we 
want to honor her for that. So this is not about jumping Diana. This is about her playing and not playing, but asking with all intensity and all her heart questions that the guides are answering so that she understood and understands what's going on. And we hope you'll be doing the same. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And the truth is, I don't, I respond to this. I, I don't want warm fuzzies. I don't want, you know, I, I want specifics. I want to understand. I want to understand you what's going on. You want, want answers. You want real. I want real and I want answers and I want to, I want to learn. I want to better understand what, what's going on here. Yeah, because the more you learn, the closer you can be to Max. Exactly. Whatever it takes. I mean, honestly, that's the, and that's the end goal. Yep. Whatever it takes. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you ask where is he, he's right there with you. You just haven't in your own life integrated the energy into daily 24-7 radar of where he is or isn't. That sensitivity is not with you at this stage of your learning journey. That's amazing. I thought, I thought just the walking on me in my bedroom was, was huge <laughs> in and of itself. So I, yeah, because sometimes I go walk and I'll have my Labrador bounce up against me and I'll say, Remedy, for God's sakes, don't hit me in the knee while I'm walking. Because he used to always come up against me and shoulder bump me with his and drop his tennis ball. So I'd pick it up and throw it. And so when you get sensitive to energy like that, you will you'll be bombarded by it. That's the truth. And then you'll have to learn to sort it out and only ask that energy that you want to be involved with into your life. The rest of it, you'll shut out. Okay. You know, and I'll just say this one last thing. There, there have been times that I do feel that same energy in other places, but I thought I just wrote it off, honestly. Right. You and know? that's the another thing. That's why people who are empathic, people who are empathic are bombarded by 2000 gazillion energies because they don't know how to shut it off. Now, the okay. good part is you're going to come from a different experience. You're going to say your protection prayer. You're going to learn the technique to call in the energy when you want to. And that's what I do. Otherwise, I'd be driven crazy because I can see and talk face-to-face with all these energies, and they'd be standing in front of me when I go to the loo. They'd be eating, sitting on my table when I'm going to the trying to eat. They'd be standing in my face at the mall. So what I have learned to do is to shut all the energy out unless I specifically call it up. And that's what you do. You call it in when you want it. You dismiss it when you don't. That way you can have a life as a human being. Otherwise, like the impasse, you're bombarded by it. It takes you down and you get sick from it. So what you want to do is you want to learn how to embrace it when you choose, dismiss it when you choose, and enjoy it at random, specifically called individual energies. And the rest of them, let them do their own thing. Okay. I mean, at this point in time, my first thought is, boy, I would like Max to visit with me 24-7 and feel him and open those floodgates. You know, I can't even imagine. It's it's just you got to increase with the techniques your sensitivity and your awareness. He's there. It's just you haven't operated, and I'm just going to throw out a term, for 30 years on Earth with Max walking on you. Okay. So how long has (laughs) it been passed? Just under three months. Okay. So for 90 days... You have just started becoming sensitive to that energy. Yes. Okay. As every day passes and using the techniques correctly, you'll become more and more aware on an ongoing basis of turn it up, turn it down, dial it up, dial it down. Okay. Of his energy. But you are a newbie at 90 days to somebody such. I've been doing it for 20 some odd years. Yeah. And so to me, it's just like flip the light switch. It comes on, flip it up turn it off, it goes off. You're now in the exploring, learning how to 
simmer the pot, turn it on full boil, and not. See what I'm saying? Yeah, this is this is definitely uncharted territory right. for me. And so that's where you are, and you should honor that and not be frustrated with it because every time you practice, it becomes a little more part of your being and a little okay. more part of your complete and ongoing eternal awareness. Well, because when you get ready to cross over, just like when I get ready to cross over, I used to be afraid of death. I'm never afraid of death anymore. Somebody said, why? Real simple. Because I know that when the minute my energy starts lifting up from my earth suit and before that, Mike will be in the room. I know that. His energy will be there. So I can expect Max to be essentially waiting, waiting for me when I cross over. And I'll just get to merge into his energy. Well, that's a relief. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll And it'll I'll just be it. like the biggest hug ever. I'll just get to float out of my earth seat and, and into his energy. You know, I have heard people say that they're eight, when they crossed or near-death experiences, that they've, they've been able to, like, touch and feel their dogs as if. That's as what, if well, why not? Your electromagnetic energy is touching their electromagnetic. See, to me, everybody thinks animal communication is really, really the it. I tend to disagree. I think animal connection is the it. Because I think that when you can touch them and feel them and see them and smell them, it's just so concrete and so solid. Just You just is, what else is there? I'm excited about this. You see I'm what excited. I'm saying? So to yeah. me, when I die... Mike is just going to basically open his energy, and I'm just going to mail into it. That's it. I, well, I do have one more question, but I, it's probably yeah. another topic in and of itself. How? So I pass. How? When I cross over, so Max's energy is there. What about my? It really is another topic, but you know, my husband's energy or my every aunt's- energy that lose every energy that leaves Earth becomes part of all there is. Every energy that has ever left Earth is all there is. So when you leave your Earth suit, every and all energy that has ever been will be on the other side in all there is. And those energies that you have connected with and crossed with and are familiar with and recognized with during your Earth visit, you will also recognize and connect with when your energy becomes part of all there is. Because that's why you're then in all there is. Okay. That, yeah. Right. So essentially, you know, the, Ma- Max is now sort of the air that I breathe in a way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I, I like thinking that. Yeah. Okay. And the, and the electromagnetic beat of your heart. Oh, that's good too. I like thinking that. Yeah. This is, I mean, I, I, I feel more hopeful. Do you know? I, I... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> that Max is sitting there laughing. No harm, man, since I did have the opportunity to meet Max, okay? You are feeling more hopeful? Max is thinking, well, she's finally getting it. I'm more hopeful. <laughs> that, w- that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, he, I mean, you're saying you're more hopeful, and Max is sitting right here during this whole thing, and he's sitting here going, lifting up his paw, going, putting his paw on my right forearm, going, are you getting this? I'm going, Max, let's be polite here. He said, I'm more hopeful. She'll finally get it and we'll connect even more. I, so I he's so. no harm meant. He's, he's more hopeful about you now that we've gone over this. than. And he was laughing when you said, <laughs> you were my whore. Because guess who has to do the work? <clears throat> it ain't Max. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm it ready. Ain't Max. 
Okay, now on that, we're going to uh, ask you if you have a question to send it to uh, our website. Ask it on Max's page. Ask it on my page. Because Diana and Max are such life-changing folks, we're going to do a lot of more fun things coming. We're going to have live. That's right. Hold on to your seat. Grab hold of your phone. Get the texts out. Jump on your Facebook page. We are going to have live radio call-in shows. Diana, after we have jumped on her, and Max, after much consideration, nose-bumping and pushing her little body around the bed at night, has asked her to be the moderator. So I think it is going to be a romp in the park, and it is going to bear a paradigm change for the world of pet transition. And we will look forward to seeing you. Um, for those of you who are listening in this to an archive, and this is going to be September fifteenth, two 2016. For those of you who are listening new, this is going to be September fifteenth, two 2016. We'll be a two to three show and a four to five show. We will look forward to you seeing it all over Facebook, all over Instagram, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And um, Max and Diana are going to be the moderators. It's going to be Team Max. And then it's going to be Team uh, My Guides answering. And uh, we're going to work Mikey Silly up there trying to get him to tell what's going on. So. <laughs> We thank you for joining us today. We hope you'll take advantage of all the archives we have. Go over to Facebook, check out Max's page, check out my Facebook page, and especially our group on pet loss. It's a smorgasbord, i.e. buffet of subjects. Don't feel silly about asking any question about a sign, a dream, a death, a transition, a reincarnation. We're there. We have professional moderators, and we have two professional bereavement counselors, which are there 24-7 to help you. And we look forward to seeing you there. Also, our YouTube video and get the book, After Death Science, because we're going to have a show, aren't we, Diana, on how to do those techniques and what you feel. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Having you hope you're going to squeal with delight. Oh, God, it's Max. <laughs> we're going to leave you. We'll look forward to seeing you. Get that book, After Death Science, so you'll be ready to tune in on our live Facebook question and answer on uh, how to feel your pet and connect as Max will be instructing Diana how to do that and change hope to reality. And um, thank you for being with us today. Look forward to seeing you. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.